Koppel, host of the Time for Coffee podcast, where you get firsthand career advice into the jobs and industries that interest you the most. And before we start today's show, I have a quick favor to ask you. If you haven't already, I'd be incredibly grateful if you give us a rating and a review on iTunes. And if you're like me, you need to do it now because you'll forget later and because it's the best way to help others who may be in search of career advice to find this free resource. So press pause if you haven't done it and do it right now. I'll wait. Thanks so much and enjoy today's show. Hey there, Java Junkies. Welcome to another K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. By the way, K-Cups come in three sizes, single, double, and triple shots, or roughly one minute, five minutes, or ten minutes in length. So if you don't have time to throw back an entire caffeinated career conversation, these K-Cup mini episodes of T4C can give you a quick caffeinated fix, whether you're on the go or you only have a few minutes to binge. So grab your mug and take a chug, because it's time for a caffeinated career triple shot K-Cup with my guest, Maya Grossman. I would love for us to dig into a few chapters in Invaluable, beginning with chapter nine, because I think the way that Maya got from Blonde 2.0 to SodaStream to Microsoft to Kolu and then to Canvas and building her consultancy on the side is all part of really what is encapsulated in chapter nine, becoming a planner. Because getting 10 promotions in 15 years, as Maya did, wasn't just about hard work. She had a plan. She had a career roadmap. Maya, could you please sketch out for our listeners what a career roadmap looks like and what it might look like even for a new grad who isn't yet sure what their professional passion is. Yeah, I love that. So everything in my life is planned. Everything worth having has an Excel spreadsheet. And I like to tell this as a joke, but it is actually true. When my husband and I started dating, we would put our dates on the calendar. So this is how I knew it was true love. We're very organized people. We need everything to be mapped out. And I did the same with my career. So when I made that transition from the travel agency into marketing, I realized something. I realized I have the power. I don't need to wait for anyone else. I don't need to rely on an employer. I don't have to wait for my turn. I have the power to create the path that I want. It might take time. It might require effort, but I can do it. And a couple of years later, I had this dream and everyone who heard it thought I was crazy because I said, I'm going to be the CMO of a Silicon Valley startup. And at the time, I was living on a different continent. I wasn't even an executive and I wasn't actually working in the startup world, but I had a North Star. I had a goal that I wanted to achieve. And then I reverse engineered what would it take to get there? I looked at other people who had the job that I wanted to have and I looked at their path and I asked myself, what would I need to do to get there? What type of experience will I need to actually acquire? What skills? 
And then I asked myself, what kind of roles should I take in order to slowly get in that direction? And then every time I had to make a decision, I used that goal as my North Star. So for example, when I made the decision to leave Microsoft, once again, my family thought that I was losing it because, I mean, it's one of the best companies in the world. They pay well. I had a great team and a great manager. It's not like, you know, I, was, I hated my job. I loved it. However, I was starting to move up internally, but I realized that in order to get to the level of seniority that I was looking for, it might take seven, maybe 10 years to get there inside of Microsoft. And the chances of me going all the way to the top were slim, just because there are so many other people that are looking for that role. But I knew that if I moved to a smaller company, I would be able to move faster and actually get to my dream role within a year or two, not seven or 10 years. And that's why I made the decision and the pivot. So when you have that North Star, and you can reverse engineer what it takes, you basically have a step-by-step plan. You know what you need to do. You just need to make different choices to actually get there. I just want to highlight a very big difference between the way Maya has skillfully and methodically engineered, in her words, reverse engineered, her career trajectory and the way that I have. I liken myself, Maya, to a surfer (laughs) who's out there catching the waves as they come. I have never had a plan. I thought I was going to be a journalist my entire life. I was a journalist for 20 years. And then in my early 40s, I was fired by CNN. And I decided because I had a small child, I didn't want to stay in journalism. And I use my transferable skills to move into public relations. I then moved into the nonprofit world. I then moved into advocacy within the nonprofit world. And then I quit everything to be a full-time mom. I never had a plan. If you had asked me 10 years ago, do you see yourself being a career coach for college students and an ed tech entrepreneur? I would have said, what is an ed tech entrepreneur? Maya is more like a technical rock climber who is looking methodically for those new finger holds as she moves her way to the summit. How, Maya, when a college student is at the bottom of that mountain and they don't know yet what the summit looks like, how can they start to create a career roadmap? How can they start to put things on that spreadsheet? Yeah, that's actually a question that I get a lot. And I'm going back to something we said before. It's not like you only have one passion and you need to discover it. It's actually the other way around. You fall into something and you develop the passion and the love. So I think if you can just look around and see what makes you feel curious. And one exercise I usually tell people to do is this. Go online and search for marketing jobs and see what comes up and start reading the descriptions. Read about product marketing, read about demand gen, read about operations, anything you can find and wait for something to get you excited. Wait for one job description to make you go, hmm, that might be cool. And then go and find people who have the job you want to have and talk to them. And I'm not saying go talk to VPs, talk to someone who is just one step ahead of you 
and ask them, what do you actually do every day? What does it look like? And it's going to give you just a little bit more of an insight to what that role might be. And then you're going to have to take a leap of faith. You're not going to figure out if this is the one thing, right? By having one conversation, you're not going to figure out if this is what you're meant to do just by reading or talking. You just have to do it. And maybe you have more conversations. You can have more conversations with more people. But even with 20 conversations at the end of the day, your experience is going to be different than someone else's. So you just have to do it. The best way to learn is to actually do it. So I'm just saying, instead of randomly picking the first opportunity, do a little bit of investigation, right? Find something that gets you a little bit more excited and dive into that. And if that works, amazing. Start thinking about how to grow within that industry. If that's not your thing, not a problem. Do it all over again. Look for other roles that will get you excited. Talk to people who have the job you want to have and try something new. Even though I had a plan, I also pursued opportunities as they came along. I also followed my own intuition and my own passion. When I moved from social media into digital marketing, I thought it was going to be the most incredible thing ever. And six months into the role, I realized I don't like it. I need to spend half of my time in front of a spreadsheet. And it just wasn't my passion. So even though from a growth perspective, it was a really good stepping stone for me, it wasn't where I wanted to stay. So I spent my time there learning everything that I could, but also preparing for the next level, which was product marketing, which is where I really found my passion. Thanks for tuning in to this K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. If you want to listen to our entire caffeinated career conversation, please check out the show notes for this episode. Thanks so much for listening to this latest episode of T4C. And if you're interested in learning more about my coaching services for confused college students and recent grads, feel free to check out the Time for Coffee website under the coaching tab at time, the number four, coffee.org or text me at 202-236-5712. That's 202-236-5712. Thank you.